Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello? I don't care. Again, it was a lot of years. A lot of years. For me to begin to get this understanding. I think sometimes we pray wrong. We're praying for stuff we've already got and just not making use of. So it kind of goes like this. Dave and I are having a conversation that's getting loud. How many of you know what it means when the conversation starts getting loud? Okay. So now see, that's like a warning sign. Here you go. Been there, done that. And so, something's coming at me from this way, but something is rising up in me. And, you know, sometimes for me, it's just this little, like, shh. It didn't take a four-part series. I knew God was saying, shut up. I don't want to shut up. And you are, I am not about to let you think that you're right when I know you're wrong. So here we go. But see, here's the thing. Even though this might be irritating me, if I let this peace that's in me rise up, then I can remain pretty cool. In this situation. So when I decided that I just wasn't going to live without peace, the first thing I did, and this will be your first assignment, I started paying attention to what my peace feelers were, and I started making changes. If I said to you right now, I could bring almost any one of you up here and say, what is it that steals your peace? And boy, you could rattle on some list. So you need to make a list. You need to make a list of what are the things that steal your peace, and you need to realize that the devil knows what every one of them are. And one of my favorite things, he sets you up to get you upset. Because no peace means no power. You with me? No peace means no power. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. I told it in one of my conference last weekend, but it's fresh and it makes sense, so I'm going to tell it again. I did a little teaching, one of these little studio teachings that I do on television sometime with a smaller audience a couple weeks ago on uh, sowing and reaping. But not just about, I wasn't even particularly talking about financial sowing and reaping. I was just talking about sowing and reaping in every area of our life. And I get really excited about that sowing and reaping thing because I feel like it, it gives me a measure of control over my life. In other words, if I want more friends, all i got to do is be more friendly. 
If I want people to be nicer to me, all I need to do is start being nicer to them. So it's really like a cool thing that God's given us. Well, we always want to wait to get what we want. Why don't you give me what I want? But God says you've got to sow something first, then you'll reap something. So I really like that. Give mercy, you'll reap mercy. So judgment, you'll get judgment. So it works in every area of life. You help people, God will provide people to help you when you need help. So after I did the teaching, Ginger and I were talking, and I just kind of made my mind up that I was just going to put this to the test. I'm just going to pick something, and I'm going to start sowing it on purpose, and I'm going to see how long it takes for me to start getting it back. And... Um, she said, I'm going to do the same thing. So she told me what she was going to do, and um, it was good. She's something she wanted, so she was going to start sewing it. And I didn't really know what I wanted, so I said, I'm going to have to pray. So I, I started praying about, well, God, what do I really want? So, And here again, I don't mean this to sound like I'm trying to be real religious, but more than anything that I want at this point in my life, what I want is... God's power on me in such a way when I preach the gospel that people are set free and healed and delivered and saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I've already gone through wanting everything in so it's not like, you know, not like I'm St. Joyce because I'm not. But at this point in my life, I've gotten old enough to realize there's not much else that makes any sense. And so, I, if I'm going to do this, I, I am very much results-oriented, so I want results. <laughs> I want people to say, that message changed my life. I want people to say, I, was, I had a tumor and it disappeared while the Word was being preached. I believe there's healing power in the Word of God, and I believe that we should experience that. He sends His Word and heals them and delivers them from the pit and from destruction. And so I'm just having my time with God, and I said, okay, this is what I want. I want more power. And God spoke to me, and he said, then sow more peace. And immediately I saw a situation I had just been through that day, kind of stuff we all go through all the time. I ordered some material at a place where I bought some furniture to cover some kitchen chairs, ordered eight yards, Everybody say eight. But when they delivered it, it was six and a half yards. Now, I could understand seven or nine, but somehow they entered into the computer six and a half. And so I started. For crying out loud. Now, I didn't say this to the people. I'm talking about our, why can't people just do what you ask them to do? Has anybody ever made that comment lately? And my daughter quickly answered back, and I knew that it was God speaking to me through her. And she just simply said so sweetly, well, because people make mistakes. Well, yeah, I guess they do. So... If I would have had my normal, regular day with that, I would have told at least five or six people. Come on. 
You are not going to believe. I'm gonna, I am so frustrated. You are not going to believe. So this is what we do. We do it to ourselves. It's like me being aggravated about the six and a half yards wasn't going to turn it into eight. No matter what I did at that point, I had six and a half yards of material, and I needed eight. So the only thing I could do was have them reorder it and wait. <laughs> Which I did not want to do. Then they delivered my coffee table, and the people who delivered it put the box in the middle of the floor and said goodbye. Well, whoa, Aren't you going to put this together? Well, no, we don't normally do that. Well, if you don't do it, who does? Thank God I wasn't home. It might not have been pretty. My daughter's taking care of this, and so she's like, no, we need you to put this together. We don't have to put this together. Long story short, all the parts weren't there. Something was dented, something was something else, so they had to take that back. So now we're waiting, we're waiting for that. But that was the situation that came to my mind when I heard that so peace and get power. And I believe with all of my heart that the only reason why Jesus could calm the storm that everybody else was afraid of was because he had peace on the inside of him. You can't give away what you don't have. Come on. You cannot give away what you don't have. But I want to tell you what. If you can stay peaceful, or if I can stay peaceful in any situation, Satan loses control. He absolutely loses control, and immediately we have the upper hand. Because when you stay peaceful, you can hear from God, you can be led by the Spirit, you can have wisdom, you'll know what to do. But the minute we get frantic, bad goes to worse. What are some of my peace feelers? You'll recognize some of them, I'm quite sure. Did you understand my little example about sowing peace and reaping power? You understand that? Saying yes to things I really don't want to do in order to keep other people happy. Oh my, does that make me mad. And then you know what we do? We resent them. Now come on. We resent them because they're controlling our lives. Every day, this lady says, every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day. Happens to me every day. Well, but here, listen to this. It's not it happens to me every day. It's I'm allowing it every day. Point well made. Thank you for helping me. But see, that's exactly why we stay in the trap. It's like, yes, that happens to me all the time. Pastor Mike shared with me, and I just want to tell you this to build your faith. He said, when I was praying about the meetings this weekend and the teaching and the preaching, he said, I felt like God showed me something, and that is he reminded me of the woman who had been bent over for 18 years, and Jesus set her free. And he said, I believe there's going to be people in the conference that have been bent over with the burdens of stress for most of their life. But the word this weekend is going to set them free. And they're going to stand up straight and shake off those burdens. 
But a lot of it's going to have to come from somebody making their mind up. I'm not going to put. A, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to live like this anymore. Am I pushing anybody to that point yet? I'm not going to live like this anymore. I'm not going to live like this anymore. Now remember, that doesn't mean that your circumstances are going to change. You're going to have to let God work with you and change you. Well, I can't help it. I just can't that. I know. That's where I started. But I'm telling you what. If you will study and study. I mean, you need to dig out every scripture that you can find on peace. You need to write them out longhand. You need to put them on your computer. You need to put them on your walls. You need to stare at them and look at them and look at them until the first time that something even starts to upset you, the first thing you think about is stay in peace. Stay in peace. Now, it won't be real easy to begin with because you're not accustomed to doing it. But, boy, does it ever save you a lot of trouble. I can't live like that. I cannot live like that anymore. First of all, I'm too old to live like that anymore. Not trusting God, man, that causes a lot of stress. Rushing. Having too many things going on at one time. Complicating things that could have been so simple. My gosh, I know you've heard my stories about turning a simple barbecue into a nightmare. It's like... You know, I don't know that I can cook a simple meal. And I have to have way more than I need. Go to my daughter's house for a barbecue and she has three things. Meat, salad, beans. And I'm like, well, is that almost going to hang And then sometimes she don't even have a lot of some of that. And I'm like... But you think that's going to be enough? She said, well, let's go and come. So then I get upset over her barbecue. And I start thinking I should bring some stuff. Does anybody in this room besides me have a false sense of responsibility? Boy, Jesus brought me the right crowd. Let me tell you something. I am happy to help you fix your problem. I'm happy to give advice. Complicating things that could have been simple. Too much noise for too long just undoes me now. It's like i got to have quiet. Oh. <laughs> I don't get these people that want something going on around them all the time. And the music levels, Emma. Talking too much will get me upset. If I talk too much, I can get myself upset. Do you ever do that? Do you talk until you don't even know what you're saying? Or why you're saying it? And you just think, why don't I just shut up? But your mouth just keeps moving. And words just keep coming out. I'll tell you what I hate more than anything, when I'm with somebody that doesn't talk, and then I've got to do all the talking. It's so stressful to be with them. 
But then I really don't have to. I could just enjoy the quiet. There's a few things I'm still working on. Not getting enough sleep. Eh. You're not going to like this one, but here it comes. Unhealthy eating. And we're in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm going to give you the best piece of motherly advice that I could possibly give you. Okay. Went my hotel room today. There it was, a nice slab of white chocolate. Immediately I looked at it and thought, I'm not eating that. Look at me. I'm going to tell you something. Are you ready? You don't have to eat everything that somebody puts in front of you. You should be happier about that than what you are. You don't have to eat everything that everybody puts in front of you. There's a shoe store that I go to, and they serve cookies. I'm going for shoes, and they serve cookies. And I was there last week, and I didn't, I didn't want cookies. I said no to cookies, and the girl was following me out of the door with a bag of cookies. <laughs> and I mean, I know her. She knows me from buying shoes there. We got a little rapport, and so I said, listen, I preached about you. I came here to get shoes, not cookies. Stop trying to feed me. But you can sit and watch people. Just eat the cookies. Eat the cookies. Eat the cookies. They're there. Eat the cookies. Oh, they want me to take cookies home. I'll take the cookies home. Come on, put up some boundaries. Put up some borders around your life. Make some decisions. Decide what you're going to do and quit letting everything outside rule you. Not getting involved in things I should have stayed out of. Boy, that's a big peace stealer for me. I just read again last week in the Bible, mind your own business. Well, a foolish person recognizes that he has a problem and refuses to do anything about it. Let me tell you something. You cannot wait for somebody else to remove your stress. I really appreciate the way you guys acted when I told you what I was going to preach on. That was very encouraging because like everybody went wild, like, ah, when I said how to unplug, unwind, and unleash yourself from the pressures of stress. But I think the part you missed was unleash yourself. <laughs> See, I don't think you, we, we have selective hearing and selective reading. See, when I said I'm going to preach on the overload, how to get rid of stress, immediately everybody's thinking, you can't get a miracle. I want to have no more stress. And boy, you got excited. Well, you know, the excitement level's been decreasing. How many of you know right now, you know that you know that you know something, at least one thing that you could change in your life that would give you less stress? Okay, then, do it. I mean, there's nothing left to be said. It's one thing if you don't know what to do, but it's another thing if you know what the problem is and you just keep doing it over and over and over. You know what they say. 
Only a really dumb person thinks they can keep doing the same thing over and over and over and sooner or later get a different result. You're not going to get a different result if you don't change something in your life. I will not live all stressed out. I won't do it. Several years ago, I made the comment, as a matter of fact, it's been nine years, and I said, I am not going to live like this any longer. If something doesn't change for me in this ministry, we're going to downsize it and make it smaller. Instead of trying to make it bigger and bigger, we're going to make it smaller. Well, God had an answer ready for me, but I had to be prepared to make a change. And that was... We had to let our two sons, and who in the world wants your children telling you what to do? We had to let our two sons take over all the day-to-day operations of the ministry. And let me tell you something. They've made it so much better than it was when I was doing it, but they don't do it the way I did. And boy, was that hard to navigate. When you come to the point, now listen to me, when you come to the point where you say, I'm not going to live like this anymore, I will not live like this anymore, God will start showing you things to do, but then you're the one that has to say, I'm going to do it. Well, you don't have to live overloaded and stressed out. You can actually take the challenge to do whatever it takes to have peace. And one of the ways to start that is to acknowledge that Jesus has already given you peace. You have peace in you. You just need to begin to exercise it and access it. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I'm giving to you. Now, today we're offering you my overload book, such a good book, it's going to really help you enter the rest of God. And boy, if you know people that are stressed out and overloaded, this would be a great gift for you to get them. And this is being offered to you today for any amount. What a great way to get an awesome book. We want you to just do the best that you can. Some of you can send in extra to help the people who can't send in as much, but we trust you to do your very best. You know, we can learn that stress is something we don't have to be overloaded with. You can live in peace. Well, there are two kinds of stressed out people in the world. One kind thinks that if they wish really hard, everything will just magically disappear. The other kind actually does something about it. Today, you can be someone who does something. Get Joyce's new book, Overload, for a donation of any amount. Call right now, 1-800-727-9673, or go to JoyceMeyer.org. Let's face it, life's not going to change. But with God's help, you can change how you approach life. Pick up your copies today. home in Missouri was submerged in five feet of water. 
the Merrimack River, which is right in front of us, rose to well beyond flood stages. In fact, it was record-setting stages. And this entire valley was flooded. Many, many families and homes were devastated by it. This particular family took their children and tried to do everything that they could to save their belongings. But as you can see, their home is a total loss. But they are not alone in what they are facing today. You see, Joyce Fire Ministries and Hand of Hope and many other organizations like Service International and Convoy of Hope and you, we are working together to come in here and help them begin again, to realize that there are new beginnings and that God loves them enough to send other people to surround them with his love. We're working together to make a difference in this family's life and many other families, and you're a big part of it. As you support Joyce Meyer Ministries and as you are a part of our Outreach Hand of Hope, you're helping here in Missouri and other places across the United States that are facing disasters and around the world as people are in need. So we just want you to know what you're part of and tell you thank you for being in places you may not have even known that you are helping. You mean more to us at Joyce Meyer Ministries than you may ever know. We appreciate you, and we thank our friends and partners for making this worldwide ministry possible. Together, we're feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, and presenting the gospel to the nations. Please contact us or visit JoyceMeyer.org today to share your prayer requests, find out more about our resources, see Joyce's conference schedule, and to join us in partnership as we share the love of Christ around the globe. The proceeding was paid for by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries. In appreciation for your love gift of any amount this month, we'll rush you the 100 Days of Hope and Grace Journal. Its inspiring scriptures about day-to-day living will make doubt dwindle as you get a clearer vision of God's goodness. And for your love gift of $100 or more, we'll include this beautiful Hope and Grace mug set. These crafted mugs will be a constant reminder of God's love for you. Call 800-201-5200 right now or visit tbn.org. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. What you are is God's gift to you. Who you become is your gift to God. Don't just live, live with passion. Tune in to enjoy well-known Catholic priest and author, Father Cedric Pizania. He'll inspire you to live with passion and develop your relationship with Jesus. Saturday, 9 p.m. and 7.30 Thursday morning on the Church Channel. Tune in to experience God's unconditional love for you. Live with passion with Father Cedric, Saturday night and Thursday morning on the Church Channel. I am so excited about TBN. From behind the scenes to in front of the camera to seeing things happening around the world, it's one of the greatest investments you can ever make. To think that giving can put a soul in heaven, I want to challenge you to become a part of it. Call in, partner with us. One of the greatest things God is doing across this planet, TBN. Here are two ways you can support TBN. First, create a living legacy by giving a percentage of your estate for a dollar amount to TBN through our estate planning program. Second, if you're 65 years of age or older, 
You can earn higher interest on your investments as part of TBN's Lifetime Charitable Gift Annuity Program. For more information on estate planning or charitable gift annuities, contact TBN's Living Legacy Department online. Sometimes, life can be complicated, our thoughts convoluted with pressure, our direction clouded by fear. In his new book, Tapping into Wisdom's Treasures, Pastor David Sharon helps you discover how you can take every step of life's journey, walking in the wisdom of God. Walking in the wisdom of God enables you to make the right choices, choose the right path, walk the right course, and in walking the right course, your life becomes productive and effective. You can live under a constant flow of God's wisdom, free from frustration and disaster, but only if you tap into wisdom's treasures. Request your copy today and allow these powerful principles from God's Word to help you find and maintain a constant flow of God's wisdom in your life. The Holy Spirit will give you wisdom. He'll give you insight into the true nature of things. How does God see it? What is his perception? What is his perception? To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. Every Sunday is a wonderful Sunday. God ordained Sunday as a day that we meet. Jesus rose on a Sunday. He had uh, an encounter. The Lord gave an encounter, rather, to the two at Emmaus Road as they left Jerusalem, sad. They were on their way home, probably husband and wife. And the Bible says the Lord came to them, and the Lord said, Why are you walking and feeling sad? There was on a Sunday. He just rose that morning. Just imagine, you know, I, I love the homey feel of the Bible. It is very homey, you know, the, the wonderful homeliness of the Bible accounts. It's not theological, you know, that something you need to study in uh, seminaries or Bible school. It's just home life, fishermen, the sea, amen, merchants, and Jesus' parables are all simple. And the Bible says that he expounded to them the way to bring them out of their sadness, Jesus expounded from the Old Testament, Moses, the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Beginning at Moses, he expounded, and also the prophets, Chronicles, Samuel, Kings, the things concerning himself. He began to bring out the scripture, things concerning himself. And the Bible says their eyes were restrained that they would not recognize him. Years ago, you know, I told you all before that I like to ask questions that nobody asks and one of the questions I asked was, why was it that the Lord restrained their eyes? Lord, isn't it wonderful you rose from the dead that morning? These are two disciples that love you. They are feeling discouraged, sad, depressed. And here you are by their side. Why don't I just show them the nail prints of your hand? Tell them you have risen. And the Lord said this to me. 
it was more important for them to see me in the scriptures, in the Bible. Amen? Recently, I was sharing with my daughter, Jessica, about the Emmaus story. And when I said this to her, it was more important, the Lord said to me, it was more important for my people to see me in the scriptures than to see me in person. She said, wow. I think she got it. Because that gives all of us equal opportunity. Because if Jesus appeared to them in person, then we say, now Jesus has gone back to heaven, seated at the Father's right hand. How can we ever get a chance to be encouraged by him? But no, they were encouraged, the Emmaus disciples, they were encouraged by seeing him in the scriptures. And Jesus taught us on that Sunday, that, that glorious Sunday, that resurrection Sunday, he taught us, he taught us that the way to teach the Bible is not just about, you know, warnings to avoid, promises to claim, things not to do, things to do. It's a revelation of Jesus. You can be involved in all those things and still Jesus is not revealed. Amen? You know, my uh, book, Your Grace Revolution, is all about Jesus. If you don't like that, okay, then I have no other book for you. There are many books about yourself in, uh, in all the... Amazon has, has uh, an avalanche of books about how you can do this, you can do that, but you've got to do it, all right? Mine, mine, mine is all about Jesus. So don't get it if it's, if it's something that you're looking for yourself because it will deliver you from self. Our biggest problem is self-occupation. They were talking among themselves. They were sad. They were not thinking about anybody else, whether someone else needs the encouragement. They were sad, but the Lord brought them out of their depression, out of their sadness, by expounding things in Scripture concerning Himself. And then at the end of the journey, they had communion in their house. So what do we do on a Sunday? We expound things concerning Jesus, and we have communion. I believe that first Resurrection Sunday, our Lord set a pattern. It is not a command, it is a pattern. And, and, and which pattern best fits us? The one that the Lord recommends. Expounding scripture concerning himself and then communion. And then he disappeared from their eyes. All right? The Bible says that they look at one another and say, did not our hearts burn within ourselves? And I looked at my daughter after that session. I said, oh, my daughter, Jessica, do you feel that? She said, yeah. She experienced it already. And now she sees in the Bible that what God wants in Bible teaching at the end of the days, your hearts are burning. Burning in love for Him. Amen? And I pray that I be that kind of teacher. I pray that all of you who are called to the ministry, or even when you're sharing, all right, but whatever vocation God has called you to be, whether it's in leisure, whether it's in education, whether it's in medicine, whatever it is, there's an opportunity for you to share, to pre- preach, uh, preach and teach. Not in the way that we do it, but you have an opportunity to be a witness for Jesus. Amen? So share Jesus. If you don't want us to share, just share Jesus. Praise the Lord. I have a testimony here I'd like to open up with from United States, and it's a sister from Missouri. For a long time, I was hopelessly addicted to crack cocaine. Uh-huh. The only that you heard just now, uh, lives being transformed. These are not just accounts we, we grab from somewhere about somebody else's story from somewhere else. These are stories that are pe- the people who have been impacted 
by the teachings that come, uh, come, come out of this house, this ministry. Amen. And you need to realize that what God did for them, God can do for you. And if God did it for them, there's no reason why God won't do it for you. All right, so for a long time, she said, I was hopelessly addicted to crack cocaine. This is very interesting because a few days ago, I was just going through the story of uh, Andy Gibb, you know, the guy who sang Shadow Dancing, yeah. You know, the youngest son, uh, youngest uh, brother of uh, the Bee Gees, all right? And, and I, was, I was looking at him, I was myself, what a promising career, you know, he had. And uh, he started as a 20, 21-year-old, had a hit song, didn't, didn't join the Bee Gees, but, you know, broke off on his own. And, and uh, I saw a few other videos later on, and, and he looked sad. He looks, uh, you know, he, he had deep sunken eyes. And uh, at the time of the interview, he just came out from rehab, and he was very open about his addiction to cocaine, what this lady went through. And we all know the story that today Andy Gibb is gone. He left this world at a very, very young age. Fame and fortune was his portion. But if only someone would have told him about Jesus. You know, it's time for churches, it's time for leaders to stop looking at each other and stop fighting each other, and let's go get the world saved. Let's unite around Jesus and not around our petty beliefs and, and our own truth, all right? That is not the, uh, the object by which we unite around. We unite around Jesus, all right? Not your interpretation, Pastor Prince. I don't like your interpretation. Let's get the world saved! The world is lost. Then we have another Michael Jackson passing on. Then we have another, you know, famous comedian, Robin Williams, passing on, taking their lives, or one was an accident, and, and whatever it is. Not just celebrities. People around the world, they are, no matter how rich they are, they are crying out for Jesus. And we are busy talking about other ministries. Okay, the preaching haven't started yet. So this lady says, I was hopelessly addicted to crack cocaine, a habit that began in 2000. I went to countless inpatient and outpatient rehabilitative centers. I attended a women's ministry dedicated to helping women with addiction. I read Christian books and tried to apply all the principles with all the might I could muster up. And I thank God for Christian books, okay? Um, I, I read Christian books and I've been blessed by them. But this one said that whatever she has read about Christian books has not helped her. I also sought Christian counsel, and many people tried to help me. I had Christian mentors and even hired a Christian coach. I attended church as well as Christian and secular help groups for years. Despite all these efforts, I still attempted suicide four times, resulting in trips to the psychiatric ward. How difficult it was to live up to the standards of the law until my true freedom came through Jesus Christ. About a year ago, I read the book, The Power of Right Believing. I know this guy who wrote the book. <laughs> Initially, I was afraid that I was being, I like, I like her honesty. Initially, I was afraid that I was being misled. I did not really believe what Pastor Joseph Prince was saying, but I kept reading the, with the Bible alongside the book. Very smart. Because I gave you scriptures, all right, and, and endeavor to keep it in context. In the end, I realized that truly I have been set free through Christ, and I have been free from my addiction ever since. 
You see, this is addiction, people. We're not talking about going for uh, thousands and thousands of dollars of psychiatric care and, and, and evaluation and, and, and appointments and uh, uh, still under care in the ward or whatever. You know, we're talking about our medicine. A lot of medicines nowadays are so expensive. We're talking about someone who was delivered. And this is a dangerous doctrine that some people talk about. The Lord has even healed me of an extremely painful stomach condition that had me spend tons of money on prescription and non-prescription medication that gave little relief. Christ truly loves me so much. I always love that revelation when people see that how much the Lord loves them. And I'm deeper in love with Him than ever before. I continue to be encouraged through the good news of Christ, His Word, and Pastor Prince's teachings and sermons all the time. You know, there's always someone who is spiritual and says, oh, just read, tell them to read the Bible, read the Bible. You know, uh, the thing is this, people. God gave teachers. When God gave teachers, do you think God is omniscient? Yes. Omniscient means all-knowing. Do you think that all the teachers that God gave are imperfect? I think He knows that. Amen? Yet, the Lord looked at the 12 disciples, and the Bible says they were just in unbelief. They didn't believe He rose from the dead. He turned to them just after he corrected them and rebuked them for their unbelief in the fact that he rose from the dead. He turned around and said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. God uses people. Imperfect as they are, God uses people. He anoints them, he equips them, and he sends them. Can I have a good amen? So for someone to come to someone and say, just read the Bible, all right? It's not going to be that that young person reading the Bible, young Christian, I'm I'm not about age, young Christian, he can be 80 and be a young Christian, he will open up the Bible, but he will not know. Just like that Ethiopian eunuch on his way back from Jerusalem in the book of Acts, he was reading his Bible. Obviously, he was wealthy enough to purchase a copy of the book of Isaiah, but he was reading it in his chariot, and he, he, he couldn't understand what he was reading, and God did not teach him directly. God sent Philip. In fact, God did a, 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 time, a, a, a teletransportation. Philip was, God sent Philip there. Oh, no, sorry. The teletransportation happened after Philip ministered to this man. But Philip ran, saw the chariot. He says, uh, excuse me, sir, you need any help? He says, I'm reading this passage. I do not know what, who, is, who is being referred to. And Philip got on board and realized he was reading, reading Isaiah 53 about Jesus and preach about Jesus to him. Amen. Right after that, he baptized him, and Philip was teletransported back. Amen. He was here, then he disappeared. He appeared in another city preaching. I'm believing that to happen. Amen. For all those in GRST, you never know. I'm preaching here now. Next service, I'm there. Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be great? So praise God. And this lady, I love the way she... She talked about Jesus. She fell in love with him. That's what it's all about, people. Not just deliverance uh, from our bondages and uh, having our needs met, but falling in love with the one who did it all. She says this. I love this part. I, indeed, I am the righteousness of God through Christ. Indeed, I am the righteousness of God through Christ. I am hidden with Christ in God. He gave himself for me. Praise to our daddy God. Pastor Frank, may our Father come to bless your ministry and others through the finished work of the cross. Amen. To God be the praise and the glory. Amen. You know, you'll find many of them keep on saying, indeed, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. When someone says, indeed, I am the righteousness, it means it's no more just a confession. 
they really believe they are the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, this, this uh, teaching of the righteousness of God in Christ, of which my uh, book, Your Grace Revolution, is all about, because it's about the Jeremiah 23 prophecy. Prophet Jeremiah prophesied uh, that in Jeremiah 23, there will come the last days when God will bring his people out of all countries. Now, Jeremiah was a prophet preaching to the people who were taken captive into one location, Babylon. But then this prophecy cannot be about Babylon's return, okay? Because he says, to all those who are scattered through all the countries, I will gather them from all the countries. That's our day and age. We have Jewish people, even in Singapore and all over the world. God's going to bring them back, just like Argentina. God brought them back. And the Bible says this will be the name by which he will be called, the Lord, our righteousness, the teaching of righteousness. And three things will happen when people believe that teaching. Three things will happen. The people will fear no more, nor be discouraged, neither shall they lack. Do you hear that? All right, the people will fear no more, nor be discouraged, and they'll not be lacking. For I will raise up shepherds that will feed them, not beat them, feed them. Amen. So I, 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 I really believe that I'm saying right now, all over the world, God raising shepherds that are feeding the people with the truth, the Lord is our righteousness. And that book is all about it, about this prophecy and how it's being fulfilled. And it's about righteousness consciousness. You see, the thing is this. The church has forgotten the greatest, the greatest, um, I, I would say, property, okay? The greatest inheritance, the greatest uh, uh, vestiture, whatever it is, you like to call it, the greatest thing that Jesus left behind to the church is this justification by faith gospel. It's the gospel of being righteous by faith not righteous by your works. Today, the people that are fighting against this truth, they are just an example of people all over the world who do not believe that they are sinners. People who fight against receiving the righteousness of another are people who cannot believe they are really that bad. They are trying to produce righteousness, enough righteousness like a scale, so that the right, their righteousness can offset their bad works. The world basically is like this. Many belief systems are all based on that. But the Bible says you cannot. You know, by the way, at the end of the day, God will not judge people based on whether they accept Christ or not. It still involves that, but I'll tell you why it involves that. At the end of the day, the Bible says every man is judged based on their works. In other words, what is your work? You say the Ten Commandments. Okay, I'll judge you based on that. Make sure at the end of your life, you have kept all ten. Inwardly and outwardly. What is your basis? Well, I live to the highest standards of my conscience. So your conscience is your guide, yes. At the end of your life, you'll be judged by your conscience. Make sure, whether it's law or conscience, you'll live up and never make a mistake. Anyone's answer? Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone fails. Even their own conscience, they fail. Therefore, there's a need for a savior. You see what I'm saying? Now? So in a sense, rejection of the savior is what sends people to hell. But it wasn't as if man was doing well and then Jesus came and said, decide on me or else you go to hell. It wasn't like that. Man was already doing his best, all right? But his best, he doesn't know. And end's best is never the best of a man. How many understand that? An end can do his best, 
but his best will never be good enough. And we judge each other based on, you know, we say things like, well, I, I don't understand how that good man can suffer this. Let's stop here for a while, and some people might get angry, all right, but we need to speak about this such thing. I'm not going to mention names or whatever. We say things like, how come that, that good man suffered this kind of thing? How come that good lady, how come that good man, that good man? You see, what we define as good is outward. We don't see what is inward. We can see someone say, uh, uh, doing Christian work, but we don't see their motives for doing Christian work. Not everyone doing Christian work have the highest motives for the glory of Jesus. Some do it for their own personal, uh, you know, affirmation or, you know, their sense of security for themselves. Some do it because they feel like God will be pleased with them. It's called dead work. God will remember that and God will not punish them. They are using their good works in place of Jesus as Savior. Then there are those who do it for money. They think that the ministry is a money-making device. Now, let me, t- let me tell you this first. God is not against money. If you follow the Lord, money will follow you. In fact, you do your best. You cut money from here. You cut money from there. Money from and hit you, hit you in backside. You cut money from here. That is the life of a blessed man, a blessed woman. All right, but there are people who are not cutting off. They are laying down ways for them to get money. And they are doing things just for money. Money is not everything, people. Jesus is. Are you listening? So, asking the question, how come so and so? He's a good man. How come that lady? She's a good lady and, and then she suffered like this or this and that. It's to put ourselves in a position to judge God. To, to define by our standards what is good, what makes a good man and what makes a good woman. Are you listening? We see a man working among children. We say he's good. He looks good. He sounds good. He talks good. 20 years later, many children come out. They are now grown adults, and they say they've been molested. We don't know. God knows. I didn't say everyone. I didn't say everyone. So don't go and throw things at me and, and you know, waste your time. Okay? I said that there are cases like this. You read about it. You know it. You read about it. Amen. So only God can judge. So when we say things like, how can such a good man, what's your definition of good? When the guy came before Jesus, the rich young ruler, and said, good master, Jesus stopped him straight away. Who is good? Why are you calling me good? Pastor Prince, why did Jesus say that? Because he knew the hypocrisy of this young man. He knew this young man doesn't see him as God. If he truly sees Jesus as God, he doesn't mind giving up. He's riches and follow him. Jesus, why are you calling me good? Are you flattering me or because? Jesus said, you know, there's none good but God. So are you calling me God? So when you come flattering Jesus, always think twice. Jesus cannot be flattered into good opinion of you, like he demonstrated when he walked on earth, and you cannot speak bad about him into a bad opinion of you. He's just not affected by man's words. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast. You have watched highlights of a sermon by Joseph Prince. To order an audio CD of the full sermon, which is approximately 60 minutes long, call the toll-free number at 1-877-901-4300 or log on to josephprince.org now. Next on Joseph Prince. God says all the nations and all of us are like a dust on the field. 
let's humble ourselves and think that this God who can create another creation didn't want another creation. He became a man and lived among the dust. Beloved, the Bible declares that God wants you healed and whole in every area of your life. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we will send you Joseph's latest four-CD audio series, God Wants You Healed. Child of God, you can receive divine healing and renewed strength from your Father in Heaven. He is for you, and He wants you to live an abundant life full of His joy. Live free from the fear of sickness and disease, because God is not only able to, but also most willing to heal you. You can also request the new Joseph Prince on Healing 3-DVD album for a specific gift to the ministry. In this quintessential resource on God's healing, learn how to remove any doubt you may have about God's healing. Focus on the finished work of Christ and walk out your healing in Christ Jesus. This collection also includes Joseph's latest book, Grace Revolution. Experience the power to live above defeat. To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. Boldly declare God's promises over your life and break free of your negative circumstances. Find out more when you request Joseph's CD, DVD, and journal set, The Power of Your Words, for a specific gift to the ministry. You can take greater authority over your life. Learn how God's life-changing power doesn't come by you putting in more effort. It comes by you believing in and speaking out the unfailing Word of God. Your words carry power. Jesus said if you believe what you say, what you say will happen. Faith knows what God's going to do. Faith believes in the goodness of God. And faith has the courage to speak out the goodness of God. Your words carry power for your breakthrough. Speak in faith and experience a life of victory like never before. To order this resource, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. From international best-selling author Joseph Prince comes a brand new book, Grace Revolution. My life has been blessed. My relationship with my wife, my children have been blessed knowing what the Grace Revolution is. Pastor Prince puts it this way, it's a preoccupation with Christ and not of yourself. And every day that I get to know how much I'm loved by God, not confident in my love for God, but confident in His love for me, every day I get to know about that, I experience His grace in His reality in my life. All of my life, I had felt like I had been disappointing God and I was addicted to certain substances, alcohol and cigarettes, and when I got the grace revelation from Pastor Prince on television, it just I became a new creation. Grace was so wonderful. Whatever deceit you may be struggling with now, I want to encourage you to anchor yourself in God's grace and begin to experience victory in every area of your life. Order your copy today and experience the Grace Revolution. Call 1-877-901-4300 or visit josephprince.org slash new book today. Today, Wendy and I just want to extend our deepest appreciation to all our Grace Revolution partners that make this broadcast possible. We want to thank you personally for your generous financial support in helping us to proclaim the gospel of grace around the world. 
Your partnership also helps to support the various humanitarian initiatives that we are involved in, from fighting against human trafficking to sponsoring children in Asia. From the very bottom of our hearts, we thank you for being a Grace Revolution partner and making a difference in the world today. God bless you. Dear friends, together we can impact the world for Jesus. Partner with us and be part of this exciting Grace Revolution. Call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org slash partner today. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us. Joseph Prince Ministries believes that your tithes belong to your local church. Your donations to the ministry are received as offerings to support the preaching of the gospel of grace, as well as the ministry's humanitarian outreaches.
you remind me of my, my, my step grandma when you called you when you used to call her in Detroit, she said, Hello uh, it just tickled me every time she did it. How are you doing this morning, bro? I'm well and you, I'm well and you on this terrific, fantastic Tuesday. You all don't have to vote today, do you? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Today's your voting day, so you part of the Super Tuesday then. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, I month. am. Huh? I said we don't vote till next month. Oh, really? Yeah, terrific Tuesday. You know, I realized that um, I'm kind of glad that they got it on the ballot. Is that I didn't know that circuit clerks and judges don't pay into their retirement. They just get their retirement anyway. And so they got that up for vote this year to make them start paying into their retirement. I'm like everybody else has to pay in their retirement. Why not them? They get all their coins. They just get a retirement from somebody else or something? Just for serving in their position, they get the retirement. Whatever really? said according to base 12 take salary, and I did not know that. All righty then. Very interesting. Each and every day that you live, you learn. <laughs> you are supposed to. Ah, uh, young yeah, man, go ahead and open us up. Sure, sure, sure. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for just being ever-present in our lives. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We thank you, Lord God, for the activity of our limbs. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we are able to come before your throne of grace and mercy, Lord God, and to cast our cares upon you so we know that you care for us. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, to let your spirit take full control of this call this morning, Lord God, to cover us, Lord God, with wisdom, knowledge, grace, and mercy, Lord God, and part that which you have for us to know, Lord God, into our spirits, Lord God, and let us walk according to the ways that you have set for us, Lord God. So therefore, Father God, we ask in right now in the name of Jesus Christ that you order our steps, order our hearts, order our minds, order our praise, order our speech, order our singing unto, to, before you, Lord God. Everything that it is that we do, Lord God, we want you to be part of it, Lord God. We want to be part of whatever you're doing, Lord God, within this day. And we ask, Lord God, that you don't do it without us, Father God. We ask you, Lord God, to take full control of this call, Lord God, and let your anointing and your spirit just flow, Lord God, from heart to heart, to breath to breath, Lord God. Even as we come before you, Lord God, we ask you to catch the growing of our spirits, Lord God, anywhere that our heart 
hearts may be down, our hearts may be heavy, Lord God. We know that you are the lifter of our heads, Lord God. We ask to let your light shine so forever upon us, Lord God. Keep us in perfect peace, Lord God. Give us traveling grace and mercy as we go about this day, Lord God. Anything that the devil has tried to set up for us, Lord God, Lord God, we ask you to turn it around and for our good, Lord God, in your glory. Lord God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, that you be with Sam even as he break the bread, Lord God, the bread of life. As he's standing the gap and he pray for those whom, who know not that he's praying for, that his prayers will be heard, Lord God, from his mouth to heaven's doors, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you will open up the vault of heaven, Lord God. Shine, uh, pour down the blessing, Lord God, upon your people, Lord God, for we are in need, Lord God. We ask you to keep our families, our friends, our neighbors, our country, Lord God, in perfect peace, Lord God. We ask right now to be with our president, Lord God, even as he go about to make his decision. Father God, even as men is going about casting their ballots, Lord God, or who they would like to see on the on the ballot, Lord God, that's running for these public office, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you will be in the midst of their decisions, Lord God. Father God, we ask you to just be with all those people, Lord God, who are running, Lord. For you, your word teaches us, Lord God, that your throne, Lord God, is established in righteousness and holiness, Lord God. That judgment and peace all belongs to you, Father God. So we even know, Lord God, that even the king's throne, Lord God, is supposed to be established in justice and righteousness, Lord. But Father God, there have been times where evil men have taken the reign, Lord God. But we ask you to, to take to cast them out, Lord God. Do not let them get on those ballots, Lord God, because these are your people, Lord God. For your word teaches us, Lord God, that the, those who are first shall be last, and last shall be, be first, Lord God. So, Father God, we ask you to just open up the open up your your wisdom, your knowledge, Lord God, upon these people, Lord God, even as they're making their decisions, Lord God, that they're casting the vote for the right person that you have ordained to be a, be placed into to these positions. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will cover those who are not who are who who are, who are not saved, Lord, who have not even kept. Confess the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus as their as first and foremost in their life, Lord God, that they would get to know him and develop and de get a, de a desire, a zeal, Lord God, to just have him be a part of their lives, Lord God. For, Father God, we know, Lord God, that you are righteous, that Jesus is righteous. He took on the sins of this world, Lord God, so that we may come for your throne, Lord God, and we can ask anything in his name and have faith and believe, Lord God, that it will be done. Father God, we ask you to heal our minds, our bodies, our souls. Take away any sickness, Lord God, that may be around our, our bedsides, Lord God, or even, even on our bodies, Lord God. We ask you to just cover us and keep us in perfect peace, Lord God. Continue to just move, Lord God, and develop us into the people you have us to be, Father God. Rain down, Lord God, upon us, Lord God, in our hearts, Lord God, that which you have for us to have. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Boy, <laughs> 
Gandaka, for a The anointing is moving. 
Yes, 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 Father. You're Thank you, Father.
Good morning, everybody. What's up, Nene? Good morning. How you doing, Arthur? Hi there. <laughs> Who am I greeting? Well, I see the That's Renee, Pam, Lisa, Renee, Renee. Renee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, then. You all, I'll be back on in a minute. Let me go ahead and clock in. Okay. Right. Um, I guess we can go ahead and start on the list and stuff. You want to do any of the list, Renee? Okay. Um, do the sick and shut in. And by the way, can we put up a prayer for Sister Karen's mom? She's in the hospital. Oh, okay. No problem. No problem. We come together this morning to pray for the sick and the shut in. Lord, we pray that you restore them. Restore their thinking, restore their hearts, restore their bodies. Your ambassadors, I pray that and give a positive, uplifting word as well as a positive, uplifting hand. In your words, saying, as long as we love one another, we love you. And come together with the simple command, simple of your command of being obedient. Your help is on the way. Lord, we pray that many come out and help. We have many that come to realize that just fulfilling a need of someone who has less. Your eyes. Uplifting to the soul to know that you are real and that you do heal, help, deliver, and cover. Pray, amen. Amen. And do uh, anybody else see some hospice, abuse addiction, anybody else? Want to do another list, Marie? Huh? So you want to do another list? Any of the other list? For the deceased, for who you had called home to be in your glory, for their family.
have the last word on when you want us to come back home. Okay. Huh? You have a and more, hear more from you. We understand the world of hospice, well, the world understands the world of hospice as your last frontier. But we have seen you work your miracles and brought some people out of hospice. Well, we say prayer. Which is going to determine to them becoming whole. It's right at the fingertips and just what they're asking, that they have to come to you. And, Lord, we pray that their spirits and their hearts turn to you. Once they are ready, Lord, we pray for protected angels and for them to be comforted by you while they go through this trying time. In the name of the Son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to lift up Karen Arnold. She said I was her mother. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 Father. Yes, 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 Father. Speak to her. Speak to her. Move in her heart. Move in her heart, Father. Move in her heart. Yes, Father, we praise your name. Mm, we glorify you, Lord. Yadaraka, touch her, touch her, touch her. Move in her right now. Hi, Yadaraka, move in her right now, Father. Rasiakasa, Torombo Siki. Ha, yes, yes, there we go, there we go, there we go. Bo Randiakasa, oh, yes, yes, yes. Ha, let the Robosakan Yes, Lord, Randy the Gumbosa. Ah, there we go. Peace, peace, peace. Zaranana the Kondirukosa. Shirukodir strength in anointing of God. Yada the Kose. Yes, Father. Oh, we praise your name. We thank you, Father. Who's changed that? Change that. Move that, Lord. Change that. Mm, restructure. Restructure. Restructure, mm. restructure, Lord, Randy to go say, restructure, there we go, restructure, Father, Rashi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, now, make that connection, divine connection, now, everything will flow like it needs to flow, Rashi to go say, she to go say, there. Things will begin to flow around the good Everything will be opened up. The good did the things are clearing up and functioning correctly. Shout out to God. Oh, Jesus, in your holy name is so. Amen. Amen. Was Donna at church Sunday? Donna Johnson? Uh, no. I haven't seen Donna in a while. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pray for her. Yes, 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 yes,
Brandon, Yara Costa, the Cassandra. Yes, Father, Randy, the Costa, Deshi. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yara, the Godessi, the Cassandra, the Costa. Yes, 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 Father. We give you the Strunokodaka. Strengthen the Lord, Rashi, the Costa, on the Costa. Help of Father Romboko, Sadaka. Shere, Sadaka. Amen, amen. 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 Alright, so what else we got? Sick and shut in the season hospice, abuse and addiction, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay, sure. Glorify this morning, and we also send up prayers for abuse and addictive. Lord, we pray for you to come to this, for them to open up their spirit to you to comfort their hearts, and to dry their eyes. Abuse and addictive, they have a very strong connection, one of being lost, abused, hurt, pretty much hopeless, or where they hide behind their addiction, whether it be shopping, drugs, alcohol, something that they got a little too comfortable with that has gotten out of control. Lord, we pray to them for clarity and balance to understand that they don't have to be stuck there. We want them to move more up so they can be promoted under you to shine more and not to feel hopeless, but to be hopeful, loved, truly loved, without hurt or pain. Pray for of angels to come out to help minister to them, to understand, and to let go of what has them bound. And they're wanting to be abused and also for them to be hooked onto something that's being more that's being detrimental instead of being uplifting. Well, we also put the protective angels that have much love to um, and also to give us a word when we come across someone that's battling abusive behavior or addiction, to be able to give an uplifting word to have more focus towards you. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen. What else? we got abuse and addiction prisoners, missionaries, churches and congregations. Okay, take congregation. Well, we lift up your bride this morning. We're giving high praises to you. Whatever blemish or mark that's on her, we pray that you work on us even more. You contain within the building, but to spread out and to spread your words. We want we pray for the church and congregations to go out like fire and to uplift you. Now believe us or forsake us. And as long as we lift you up, you lift us up. Lord, I pray for the churches and congregations to come together as a strong, positive community, showing you and with all that you can do 
through us be a willing vessel. The congregation of churches, they open themselves up to be very productive vessels unto you. And for that, we will always give you the glory. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. I got up a little early earlier today. What else we got left? Uh, we did abusing addition uh, churches and congregations. Did you church and congregations or prisons and missionaries? Churches and congregations. Huh? Just a congregation. Okay, so then we still got prisoners and missionaries to do. Got that. Um, pressure to ministers and the families. I think that'll be it. I'm going to knock one of those out. Prisoners and Yeah. We pray that you give them protection in my heart. We pray that you soften their hearts in order to give a word, to get them more focused on you. For the prisoner, let them know they're only contained in their mind. So we have we pray that you give put into their spirit to have a mind to be focused on you to help to release them from their prison. For the missionaries, we pray that you keep them uplifted with protective angels and with always an ever loving word to give to others as well as a hand up to show how good you are and that you are there for them. We pray that both open up their eyes to let them know that they have the strength and the ability and the power and the might coming through you in order to give hope to the hopeless, faith to the hopeless, and to become a believer in you, as well as with the prisoners, where what they may be guilty of, it's up to them to forgive themselves because you already forgave them. And for them not to be bound by their past, but to look forward to their future. We pray all in the Son in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Precious um, the ministries and the families and that's it. Is that prayers and ministries in the family? Prayer shift in ministries and the and our families. Lord, this morning we come together to pay for prayer shift in ministries and our families. Lord, we know you're good. You know you kept us for another day to find us worthy to participate in another one of your glorious glory days. Lord, we. Oh, we don't understand where all you're taking us to, but we know that it is for our good. We need to have to be whole with health, be whole 
with a sound mind, be whole with our hearts, and be whole with our spirits. We pray for today. We pray for the whole suit of armor that you give us. And we thank you. We also pray to uplift each other for whatever we think that we're coming up short that one of us is able to reach out and to give a uplifting word or a, or or either a good, honest, uplifting hand to help out. Where there's a need to be met, we can fulfill that need. Lord, we for strengthen us in every way that we know you, you can do it. The beautiful creation you created for us to participate in. In the name of the Son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, just got to get to my list and I'll do mine. Uh, Edion, Hanna, go say, she 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 go say, Teresa Crosby. Hey, she go say, 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 she go Bullshit go say, she'll 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 go say. Randy go say, she'll 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 Yolanda Smith, who should go say, 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 Harak, Sarakasa, 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 Sarakas
Harandelgosa, Sergosa, Shilgosa, Shilgosaga, Horasa, Serka, Shilgosaga, Harandelgada, Shilgoda, Shakara, Manya Rosa. Ha Garoshia, the Johnson and Jackson family. Honey, the gander, 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 Hoshiro Sakara Hoshiro <laughs> Hush, 
Rashi 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 Lady on Cottage Grove, Randy will say she 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 Randy will say she 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 will David Revere, Harder to go to the Gander 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 to Teresa Walker. Trey Mathis and Ariel Singh for hundred going to the Gander 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 going to the Okay, what we got? Oh, uh, I got Trey Mathis, Zero Singh. Are we doing the, the, what are we doing? We're doing a list? Yeah, I'm doing the, um, the ones that I normally do. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Punch Jelly, Janak, Nation, Aiden. Rashi, 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 Rashi to go say, she go say, she go say, she go say, Morgan Farley had a goranda go, she go say, she go say, she go say, she go say, she go Alyssa Love, Hoshiro Sakara. Alicia West, 
Kayla Boyle and Hanadagan, the Russia, she took a sister, 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 a Nick Octavia McDonald, Hunter Gandagoshish Rasa, Sakara. Jalen Roy, Hunter Goshish Gosish Rasa, Sakara. Jasmine and Friend, Hashir Gosish Gosish Gosaraka, Sakara. Charles Griggs, Hashir Gosish 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 Gosaraka, Sakara. Tarisa got her arm and then. Agent Fan Raheem Powell, April Morse, Capri LaCour, Kier Shaw, Victor, Brianna Luigi, and Naya Tyler Jasmine, Devon, Amber, Brianna, Makano Zaz, Jacquez Jamison, Tristan Petrie, Yonandra Moss, Maria Burst Children, Brittany Holcomb, Mel Patient Rosen, Mike Bradley Hernandez, Keith Powell Jr., Sarah Thompson, Benjamin Benfield, Lyle and Anthony. All right, Lisa, you want to help me with this other last list? Huh? What, huh? Lisa, you disappear. Okay. Rosen Hospital in the community. Should have got surrender, grander, grander, go, should have grander, go, sir, grander, go, sir, grander, go, sir, sakra. Reginald Foster, Hundred of Gossi, the Grandrand of Gossi, the Grandaka, Sakra. Rose Johnson, Hoshi Gossi, 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 Radaka, Yaraka, Shiridaka, Borandigese, Shandirko, Yaraka. Donald Luster, Hombrandi Gossi, and Randago Saraka, Sakra. Dale Akaranda, the Hundred Gundi Gandago, and the Gandagosha, Sakra. My parents, Hoshi Gossi, Gossi, Gossaraka, Sakra. Steve Villana, hundred again to go to Shed to go Saraka, Sakara. President Obama, hundred go say she go say she go say she raka, Sakara. Mastermind group, Randy go say she go say she go Randaga, Sakara. Trauma Center Church, Shed again to go Saraka, Sakara. Donna Johnson and family, hundred again to go say she go Sakara. Daniel Watson and Watson family, hundred go to Shed to go Saka, Sakara. Pamela Scotty, hundred go to Shed to go Saraka, Sakara. Attorney Elijah, hundred again to Gander Gosha, Sakara. Steve Saw, Hoshikoshikoshikoraka, Sakara. Hodges Jr., hundred again to Goshikoshikoraka, Sakara. Chris, Hoshikoshikoshikoshikoraka, Sakara. Maria Mathis, Shirakrander Goshikoraka, Sakara. Tony Eigner, hundred again to Goshikoshikoraka, Sakara. Ernest Castle, Hora did a guy to go to the guy to go to Gessa, Sakara. Desmarie Moore and family, hundred Goshikoshikoshikoraka, Sakara. Pastor Titus Anderson, Heshigoshikoshikoradagran, Sakara. Marky and Charles Jr., Hundergoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshikoshik
two list of people. Hundred go under the gun to go under the gun to go under the gun to go see she goes 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 Alrighty, everybody's so talkative. Okay. Um, what we got? What'd you say? You said you want to do any other list that I do. The um, all the different ones. Um, can't even think of them right now. Pray for favor, discernment. Um, walking around with supernatural knowledge is my understanding. Any of those? You want to do any of those? I can do, I don't remember what you just said. Um, and, uh, and with, Everyone, with, how about you pray, we're praying for our youth? How about that one? Okay. I'm making up my prayers and wisdom. What? Okay. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Father God, we come lifting up this morning our youth this morning. We pray for your covering for them. We pray. For your increased wisdom in them, we pray that you turn and that you have them turn and see your face. We pray that you protect their spirits from all that this society is throwing at them and trying to indoctrinate them with. And we just pray that they turn and that they seek your ways and that they seek your faith so that they teach their children the proper way to go as they get older. Amen. I'm gonna tell you something funny. Sure. Whenever I, I I pray for our youth, I'm talking about like our our, our youth, Y U T H, my bigger, our strength, our youngness. Whenever you pray for our youth, you pray for the children. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, it's fine because actually I never actually thought about it that way until you said. <laughs> I said, well, no, they need to be prayed for too. So. I mean, it's fine. Oh, I didn't. Wait a minute. What were you talking about again? You know, the renewing of our youth. In the Word of God, it tells that He can renew your youth. And so that's why I was as far as our, our youngfulness, our you know, our youngster. You mean, you mean like childlike faith? Just strength, abilities, you know, all that stuff when we're young. We have all that stuff naturally. You get older, kind of faith. Oh, that's funny. I had no clue. That's, <laughs> that's what I you laugh. were talking about. But I mean, but I, but it's, that's again, you know, they need to be prayed for too. So that's why I was like, well, yeah. points. <laughs> oh, okay. I tell you today, that was all. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I had no idea. So, but now they both need to be prayed for. So, oh, okay, you pray for that youth. I pray for the other youth. How about that? <laughs> okay. Father God, I want to renew our youth. Rombo shaka randi ke se de yan randi ko sa randi ke yes ra ko ho rombo randi ka sa da bo randi ka sa ndi de ko se de ka ndi ka ndi ka harombo saraka. Okay. Watch out. What? Oh. Well, because I know I can't do it. I ain't got no name. Are you by, What are you wearing? 
What's that, a flag or something? Yes, leave me alone. I don't I ain't, whatever, leave you alone. 815, you know what you're doing? Anyway, see, see, see. All right, renewing of our strength. Want to do that one, Lisa? That's why I pray for the youth. What you say? <laughs> well, see, there you go. You know. Oh, I need to pray for you that you don't hurt the youth. Mm, you know, you can probably hold off and do that one last. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> strength. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, we not any particular kind of strength. Now this is the regular strength, right? <laughs> this is not another <laughs> kind of strength. <laughs> I no, I not since you want to go there. Now supernatural, superhuman strength, ability to give some talents on a synergistic increasing basis. You got all that? Of course not. What is you doing, child? <sighs> anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Supernatural to be human strength. Right. Oh, excuse me, we come before you this morning, uh, lifting up supernatural superhuman strength to just accomplish the things that you have set forth for us to accomplish on a daily basis for renewing and for the upliftment of your kingdom. We know that we cannot do it in and of ourselves. We know that we, in order to accomplish this task, cannot rely on just natural and regular strength of God. We need your superhuman and supernatural strength that supersedes our own abilities and even our own understanding of God. So we just come before you asking you to endow, to endow us with that so that we can go forth and do the things that you have called us to do Amen. Amen. Okay, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. It's slippery out here. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. We come before you. We stand before you this morning. Asking that you increase our knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of you and the things concerning you the things that we will need in order to further your kingdom and and further our walk. We ask that you just put down in our spirits those things that we need to know in order to be able to do the job that you have called us to do as individuals. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace, mercy, and favor. Mercy and favor. Lord, we ask you just to continue to grant us your grace, mercy, and favor. We ask that you, well, we thank you for those things. We definitely thank you for your grace and your mercy, for we know that we are undeserved of those things. We know that without those, that there will be no hope for our salvation. So we just thank you for your gift that put in motion, that put in motion our ability to receive those things, and, and we do not take it for granted. We just thank you. We just thank you for those for that this morning. And also, <clears throat> we ask for the wisdom that will grant us ultimately the favor that we need to continue on our journey 
In Jesus' name, amen. I'm sorry, they're kind of short today. I'm, I just don't. They're just short to the point today. I said put some salt on the stairs and your goofy butt going to walk out here. Oh, God, get back up there. Is it going there, Sam? Hey, Cheryl, how you doing? Hey. I had a pain, shoulder pain for about two weeks. You said what? I have been suffering from shoulder pain for about two weeks. And oh, I, wow. And I called my sister-in-law. I mean, this pain was about eight, nine, ten. You know, I was in pain. Went to two ERs and went to the doctors and everything. And then last night I called my sister-in-law, who's going through chemotherapy, and I thought I'd give her a call. Mm-hmm. And she says, Sherry, you need to be positive and start moving that arm. Now, normally I would never listen to her, but it seemed to make sense because the doctor at the hospital said, you need to move it a little bit. So I start moving it, and I'm moving it, and I'm moving it, and it quit hurting. Oh, wow. So I went and took a shower because I hadn't been able to take a shower, raise my arm or anything. And so here I'm taking a shower, cleaning up, and I get off the phone, and I call my mom and says, Mom, I don't have any pain on my shoulder. So I, I lay down on the couch and start turning. I said, no, no. So then I go to bed, and I stretch it a little bit while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning, and there's no pain in my shoulder. Oh, praise the Lord. So I'm like, Louis Louis says, wow, we had a miracle. I said, yes. And Louis said he prayed for me when he was working at Walmart. And I know Nate's been praying for my arm, too. So I'm taking this. What? I was talking to my dad. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it easy, but I'm stretching it and moving it. Not a lot, but you know, get those motions going, and I I get dressed and do all kinds of things now I couldn't do. <laughs> so I praise I praise God for that. That's just wonderful, you know. Praise God. Yes. 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 How's Maria doing? I haven't heard from her in ages. How's who? Maria? Um, she's doing okay. She's fighting. She's fighting. She was on not this Sunday but last Sunday, so she's fighting. Good okay. days and bad days. You see my sister in law well, I can't see her, but she's taking the high road in this whole thing and she says, You just stay positive and my mom said, you know, she's going through chemo but they're doing a genetic chemo, I guess, on her with, with her genes. They're targeting just the genes that are according to her her uh, treatment, and they're giving her medicine so she doesn't get sick. So I'm I'm gathering. She's, my brother says she's having great runs, mm. and she's she's staying on top. You know, she's staying positive the whole mm. thing. You know, and she's she's, <laughs> she's singing at the church. Singing a couple songs at her church. She's Korean, so she goes to Korean church, but she's singing songs. Okay. And God, and she's just, she's been such an inspiration to me. I'm like, I prayed for you, Mia. She says, oh, just think positive, just think positive. And I'm like, okay, I will. Cool. She's on the positive, up, upbeat, and she just 
I sucked. So I called her back. I said, Mia, I said, my, my arm quit hurting. Thank you. <laughs> she was excited about that, and so was I. I called mom and said, my pain's gone. But God is a great God. Oh, is he ever. Oh, last Friday, and I was driving. I was driving. And this deer came in front of our car. I was going down, but there was no way of stopping. So I was going down, and I tried to get straight on. We missed that deer by four to six minutes. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Okay, you're fading out. Ooh. Yeah, I, this is a blessing or something in the, in the line. I could not hear you guys. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Anyway, I think we told you something or sometime about the deer. All right. Yeah, it, uh, it passed right by us about four to six inches in front of the car. And the way I looked at each other and said, Praise God! So guys, you know, we've we've really been protected, and I really, really appreciate that. So it's been an awesome, awesome week. Yeah. All right. All right, let's uh, finish these lists, and I'm getting ready to get out of here. Um, what? Uh, so, Mom, Sherry, you want to pray for courage? People need to be encouraged. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your words of truth, God, and we thank you that you're with us this morning. Right now, we thank you for always being with us and hearing us as we cry out to you, God. I just pray for encouragement on the line for the people who are in dismay, Lord God. I ask, Lord God, that you will uh, reach down and intervene on their behalf. God, I pray that they will receive that grace and walk in faith with your favor, Lord God, knowing that they are the righteousness of Christ, that they can put on that righteousness and know that they are in right standing with the Father because Christ is within them. Let them be encouraged by that, Father. Let them be encouraged knowing that your truth is girt with loins with the truth, God, and that you protect them, God, and that your helmet of salvation gives them protection in their mind, keep them stayed on you. They walk in the peace of the gospel and, and receive your words of truth, of salvation, and, and righteousness. Again, placing on that that uh, shield, that uh, breastplate of righteousness that covers their heart, God. And and by all means, God, they're walking in that faith that quenches the fiery darts of the wicked. And God, then they take on the sword of the spirit, which is your word, God. And we just pray that that uh, they will carry that word with them in their hearts, God, and that the Holy Spirit will. Guide and lead them and protect them, God, and 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 help them, go, God, to be encouraged by you, so that they may know um, how great and how wonderful you are. Let them turn to you, seek your face and your goodness, God, so that they don't look at the negatives, but they look at the positives and the high road, God, and that they begin to see you in all, all arenas of their lives. And we ask this and thank you for hearing our prayers in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 What else we got? Um, discernment. 
dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for discernment, God, uh, for being able to see between the angels and the demons, God, and being able to see between those things which are right and which are wrong, God. We thank you for your spirit, God, your Holy Spirit that gives us that discernment to know when to do things and when not to do things, when to say things and when not to say things, God, when to keep silent and when to listen, God. We thank you for your truth, God, that you help us to know when to do things and to give us a quickening in our spirit, God, to do that which you called us to do. And we give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Um, <laughs> knowledge, wisdom, it's walking the realm of supernatural.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.